Shalom, friends. You're listening to the Gamut of Solomon podcast with me, Solomon Ezra Berezin. For more information on blogs, podcasts, and other stuff, you can check out my website, keepitkeepa.wixsite.com slash Solomon Ezra. Thanks. Hope you guys enjoy. I'd like to give a shout out to this show's sponsor, <laughs> my parents. Thanks for helping out with everything. Before Halloween in 2017, I had this crazy idea that I wanted to be an everything bagel with locks. When I looked online to find if anyone had done it before, I stumbled among whatyouwantoeat.com and a picture of Amy Kritzer in the same costume, exactly as I had imagined. What did I do? Well, of course, with the help of my girlfriend at the time, we got supplies and made my costume, duh. Then, as we all do, I posted a picture of me with my Jewish bagel costume on the IG. The following day, Amy Kritzer commented on my photo and reposted my post. This was the first time I experienced that a well-known person or blogger was was getting in communication with me and seeing my posts. I reached out to Amy about my own blog and to keep a company that I'm looking to start and create, and she has been very helpful ever since. With Hanukkah just around the corner, even closer, man, I reached out to Amy to see how she became the creative person behind WhatYouWantToEat.com. Amy Kritzer is the founder of WhatYouWantToEat.com, an online website with all things Jewish and cool because being Jewish is cool. She is also the author of Sweet Noshings, a cookbook with a new twists on traditional Jewish desserts. Hey mom, you still need to make me the chocolate peanut butter babka. Amy has also appeared on several web features and mentions including the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, NPR, Soul Cycle, and Domino, and more. One of her articles that you gotta check out is The Best Shakshuka Recipes. It was back in March 2017. In addition to what you want to eat, she has also recently become the owner of ModernTribe.com, your quick shop for Jewish things and modern designs. If you're like my family, or any Jewish family that procrastinates, you can still shop on the site for great Hanukkah gifts like my Yamaklaas kippah, or a dog yarmulke with Andatalis, or even, this one surprises me, the Kipa, a $36,000 diamond yarmulke. Wow. Or you can get a shirt of your favorite Jewish rapper, Jew Chains. <laughs> Anyways, I reached out to Amy to discuss how she made the jump from her corporate job to putting full focus on her blog and company, in addition to, in addition to us talking about getting ready for Hanukkah. In this episode, You'll catch me repeating the word nice a bunch of times and asking Amy relevant questions I have been pondering in my life that I hope offer questions or answers for you as well. What really helped me out is that at minute 15, she mentioned that things... Oh, I guess I confused the minute because I'm adding this introduction. Anyways, about four minutes until the end. She mentioned that things changed very quickly, and she got to a point that right before her book deal, she nearly went back to her corporate job, and things were really struggling. But then the following week, she got an offer. One key takeaway is to step away and then come back to work when things are not working so well. 
getting inspired by stepping out of your comfort zone, or maybe doing something different than you normally would. I really hope you enjoy this episode as you get ready for Hanukkah starting the night of December 2nd. Thanks to Amy Kritzer, my family now only has seven more gifts to get me. I hope you enjoy. How's your week going? Pretty good. It's very, very busy this week uh, for Modern Tribe right before, before Hanukkah. So it's so early this year. I know. Wait, sorry. It's, oh, of course my software needs to be updated. All right, never mind. Um, yeah, it's early. So like people are like, oh, it's Hanukkah's in December, but it's like right after Thanksgiving. So kind of sneaks up. Yeah, what was it? A few years ago, it was on Thanksgiving. It was Thanksgiving. Yeah, fun. And then I think two years ago, it's it started on Christmas Eve. So that was a good one, too. Nice, to nice. All celebrate together. It's very true. How are you How are you preparing for Thanksgiving and then now Hanukkah right after? Well, I guess I'm preparing for Thanksgiving by not cooking at all. My boyfriend and I are going out for Chinese food, which is maybe like... A Jewish Thanksgiving, I guess. We're, yeah. I don't know if you, we moved to Puerto Rico, so... You moved I mean, to Puerto Rico? Yes, so you can see... Oh my gosh. The ocean, yeah. It's <laughs> so, gorgeous. Yeah, so it's just the two of us this year, so we're gonna just get a Peking duck instead. Nice. <laughs> no nice. jerky. So that'll be a little easier, so I can focus on modern tribe stuff. Nice. How, nice. So, um, I, I started recording, so... Nope. When I when I spoke to you last time, um, like when we when I was talking to you a little bit about getting into like keepas and how I wanted to start my own uh, company with that and um, and and getting into that, uh, you are very open to help and very passionate about. Like I could tell even just through email or text or just on the phone about how you kind of shifted gears from working like a corporate kind of job and it really spoke to me and I wanted to ask you yeah I wanted to ask you how um because I'm in a transition point myself how did you make that really just grab that chutzpah as we call it and and make the the jump yeah I guess mine was kind of gradual like if I looked back if I look back I've done a lot of things but at the time, I kind of just did one thing at a time. So I started my blog not really thinking it was a business. I started it for fun when I was just bored at my corporate job and wanted to create an outlet. And I always loved cooking and baking. So and this was 2011, 10. So blogs were just starting to come around. So it wasn't quite what it is today. Instagram didn't even exist yet. Mm-hmm. So I started my blog and then just instantly fell in love with blogging. Met like internet friends and I was like I love this how can I do this full time um, but I was making no money blogging at the time so I decided to go to culinary school so that was kind of my first step to go to school and I was like you know I'll learn better cooking techniques and kind of work work on that and my goal initially was to be a private chef but then while I was in school I had entered this small business contest and was a finalist and through that yeah through that I got um, a lot more writing opportunities by the time I was done with school, I had two clients that I was cooking for that found my blog and asked if I did private chef work. And I was like, oh, of course, all the time. So <laughs> they were my first clients. And then I was doing a lot more um, recipe development and freelance writing. And it kind of evolved from there. It's 
as my blog grew and as blogs got more popular in general, people asked, you know, for me to do sponsored content on my blog or recipes for their website or recipes for them to use, um, a lot of food products as well. Um, and then, um, like two, like three years ago now, my brother and I had the opportunity to purchase Modern Tribe. So to mm -hmm. me, that seems like a logical next step. My blog was doing well. I had this large audience of people that are like into stuff that I'm into, like Jewish stuff with a twist. Like they get a little fun, not as traditional, um, but was still a nod to the traditional. So in Modern Tribe was kind of the perfect connection to that. So now I had all the recipes, mm -hmm. cool products. So to me, it made sense. And I was looking for the next challenge like blogging can get a little draining you know trying it, hustling to always advertise something new and you know you, you don't want to feel forced to like try to promote something that you don't want to do just because you need to make some money that month so the nice thing is with modern tribe i can focus on that for my income and then use my blog still to make money but also to share recipes that i love and not really mm -hmm. or have to promote paper towels this month you know <laughs> so, yeah yeah for sure. How, so going back, how did you kind of connect with other people that were were writing it as well? Because I started blogging in a similar kind of um, way and it's a nice form of expression like you were saying how you you were doing you started doing it while you were working and then it just kind of moved to, to meeting other people doing the same. And then I'm curious what the kind of the steps, the process of, yeah. of getting to that. I was commenting on a lot of blogs and connected with people that way. And then I tried to go to um, different in-person events. So I went to a blogging conference um, in Seattle one year, and I knew one of my friends was going that I had never met. So we got to meet in real life. And I really feel, feel like nothing can replace meeting in person. So yeah. once we met in person, we were like real friends, you know, not just internet friends anymore. And I used to, when I started my blog, I was living in Austin, Texas, and there's a ton of bloggers there. So mm -hmm. it was really easy to meet people by going to different blogging events, networking events. We started getting invited to trying new restaurants in town with the hope that we'd promote their restaurant. So I was able to connect with people in person that way. Um, and now that, you know, I said, I just, we just moved to Puerto Rico. I just started following some local food bloggers on Instagram and like has connected to people here who are doing food blogging. So I think, you know, now Instagram is a great way to connect with people, see people using hashtags that you use and just like messaging them and, you know, worst case they'll ignore you, best case, like you'll meet some new friends and you can kind of help promote each other and, you know, it's, it's just kind of fun to also see what other people are doing, what your peers are doing and kind of just have, you know, it's kind of like having coworkers. It's kind of lonely and work at home, so it's like your, your internet coworkers. <laughs> I'm with you. No, it's interesting you say it too. I was just in Austin this past weekend connecting with connecting with a bunch of people in like the health and fitness kind of world because it's where I have a passion for and moving into that direction. And when you meet new people, it's it's no no longer changing exchanging emails or phone numbers. It's more like, okay, what's your Instagram? Totally, Which is cool. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of it's nice. Yeah, and then you kind of like feel like you get to know someone a little bit by seeing pictures they posted and you can connect with them that way so but I do still think like nothing can replace meeting people in person and you know you get it's easy to stay behind your phone your computer all day but it's much more fun to connect with people mm -hmm. out in the real world nice and so for for people that are will be listening to this as well you also 
you have a, a nice book that I've gifted to my mom for uh, yeah. Hanukkah last year, Sweet Noshings. Yes, it's a perfect gift for moms. Yeah, it's all um, modern Jewish desserts. So it's my twist on classic Jewish desserts. I have, instead of just classic babka, I have a chocolate peanut butter sea salt babka. Instead of a black and white cookie, there's a black and pink cookie where the white part is actually pink from raspberry juice. So it's still got that tart lemony flavor, but in a raspberry instead. Um, I've got a baklava spiced rugula that's very popular. Mm. So lots of, you know, classic recipes, but with a little flavor combination that makes it unique. So yeah, that was really fun to do. I bet. And you also have a bunch of uh, good items like this Santa Claus keeper that I have. Yeah, for... yeah, yeah. So, yeah we, I'll be wearing tribe. all around Texas. Yeah, that's, it's a good look on you. Modern Tribe is all about um, beautiful Judaica, either um, kind of fun, funny, quirky items or just design forward beautiful items. Like we have menorahs from Kate Spade and Jonathan Adler. But we also have a menorah with like emojis on it, you know, so there's kind of something for everyone. I'm always adding new products. I love to find, you know, small artisans, kind of, you know, small business owners and connect with them. Maybe they're, we have one that's a art teacher who makes Jewish food, clay jewelry, right? Like that's cool. So I love to have products from people like that and support them mm-hmm. as well as the big designers too. So it's really fun. And we have stuff I think that you can't find anywhere else. And it's all in one place, which is really convenient and excellent customer service. If I if I do say so myself. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> um, back to what what always kind of stuck with me and what I enjoy listening to others and you talk about is um, like kind of going back to what we were speaking at the big towards the beginning, but really making that shift was was there any kind of event that transpired or maybe other blogs that you would enjoy reading and you're like I could do this or an intention that you kind of set that once you you put your your focus on you know being uh, for example the greatest at bringing Jewish cooking and food to other Jews that you can be like something that you really just set an intention on that you went after. Was there anything in that kind of sense? Yeah, that... I mean, when I, when I first started blogging, I didn't even know how to use Google analytics to see if people were reading my blog. It was really just a fun creative outlet. Mm-hmm. And then when I started getting emails from people saying they had made my recipes and that they, you know, were connecting to Judaism in a way they'd never done ever, you know, they, they grew up maybe not going to synagogue or keeping kosher, but they, always wanted to learn how to make matzo ball soup and they made mine and it was delicious so that that to me was like a turning moment where I was like all right I'm like making a difference in people's lives yeah. doing something love. so like that was even more than like the book or money or anything that was like very meaningful to me connecting just with individuals and when I when I came out with my book I did a tour I went to about 30 cities and meeting people in person again and you know they had all these great stories or they like one woman, she's like, oh, my, I'm not Jewish, my boyfriend is, but I made your kugel for his mother, and like, she loved it. I was like, yes, I love that. Like, that's, I love to hear those kinds of stories. Um, so I think, you know, when I first started blogging, most bloggers weren't making any money if, I don't know if any were. So as the kids' blogging kind of evolved, 
I think I got in at a good time where everyone who was blogging when I started blogging were doing it because they loved it, not because they were trying to make money. And yeah, now it's like which is the best. Crazy, yeah. And like, of course, like you, you know, you're gonna start it today. You're gonna try to make a business out of it. Um, but I still think it's important that you're doing something that you love and that you're passionate about, because it's a lot of work and you're gonna get tired and burnt out. But if you're not doing something you love, it's not gonna be worth it. Um, mm-hmm. But when I'm editing photos of blogs at two in the morning, I'm like, all right, this is this is worth mm-hmm. it. So, <laughs> um, so I still love doing it, even it's been how many years? Eight years. Eight years of blogging. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I know. <laughs> did did um, you mention like um, what or it, what you what you said kind of brings up a, a question I have when things kind of get hectic and you as, as I mean we all kind of face it our our vision kind of gets blurry. Mm-hmm. How what what kind of practices would you do to kind of maintain focus and on the intention that that kept you kind of going yeah i mean i think like this is probably my busiest time of the year Mm -hmm. hanukkah's coming up modern tribe slammed i've got a bunch of sponsor content for my blog so i just kind of i try to focus on like one thing at a time like all right today you know i have like maybe just like two things on my list today i'm gonna take these photos and i'm gonna you know add these products to modern tribe and as long as i get that done everything else is kind of gravy a little bonus And, and i still like i make sure I take a lot of breaks too. Like it's you can if you work all day, you'll get super burnt out. So I'll make sure to go for a walk and like you know just bake something for fun that's not even on my blog. I'm not you know I made I made mushu the other night for my boyfriend. I didn't measure anything or you know I just threw it all together. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so like for the blog, you're always measuring. So you know just like kind of take a break and do things for yourself. And you know if you take an hour break, you'll you're still gonna finish. It's like mm-hmm. you know and then also like not be afraid to say no to things if you know. If, I start to get a lot of like extra things for Hanukkah, to, like right around Hanukkah, and like sometimes it's not a good fit or I don't have time, and then I'll just say no, and it's it's okay. I'd yeah. rather do like fewer things but do them well than just like get a bunch of crap out there. <laughs> Amen to that. <laughs> nice. Hmm. I'm curious about. Um. Sorry, I'm a little pausing a little bit. Just oh, that's okay. it's, it's what because I'm also because yeah, thinking if only we <laughs> if only I was filming, but um, really channeling the passion and bringing it forth every day. Like, um, were there any? Like you, you mentioned you like to walk or to um, to step away. Are there any kind of uh, additional practices that that help you maintain the focus? I think being aware that like things change quickly. So if you're having a bad week, or if you had like a post that didn't do well, or if you're like can't think of any ideas this week, just be aware that like things change very quickly. There was a, a point right before I got my cookbook deal that I almost just like, I wasn't going to quit, but I was like ready to get a real job again. Cause I like felt like my blog had been growing and my boyfriend and I broke up and I turned 30 and I was like, eh, like what am I doing with my life? And everything seemed to be like not going well. And then literally a week later, I like got the cookbook offer. So like things can change very fast and kind of not 
not feel like stuck or, or stagnant just sometimes you need to like step away and then come back to your work if something's not working or like get re-inspired like I'm always you know getting inspired by going out to eat and traveling and like mm-hmm. reading different cooking magazines and stuff so like maybe just like stepping out of your comfort zone and doing something a little different than you normally were doing and that would yeah. kind of give you a new energy or or like reading some blogs you don't normally read or just doing something you know even just like Riding. trying a new workout and clearing your head so I think like things change fast so that's kind of a good thing to remember mm-hmm. any questions that you ask yourself that can really help like um maybe writing down all the different priorities and then you see like which which task or goal that I might take care of first that everything else will kind of just fall aligned to yeah I think that and definitely some things like maybe I don't have to do this this week right I can do it next week and I I use like Google Calendar and I love to like check things off in there. It's very satisfying. So I'll like, mm-hmm. I'll have everything I need to do. Like if it's urgent this day, and if it's not urgent, I can just move it to the next day. So I feel like when my, when my day is clear or even if it's just moved over, I feel very satisfied. <laughs> very nice. Yeah. And they only have room for like five or so things. So you can't have like a hundred things here too, list. So it's very achievable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. So what, is with all the the like over the eight years from the starting and then just c- continuously growing and 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 learning and and building and now after acquiring um the other company why the name is just um what, modern yeah modern tribe excuse <laughs> me and what what is the real kind of gift that you hope to bring and share with the world oh that's a very deep question i mean i just hope like i I get a lot of joy from what I'm doing, and I, yeah, I hope to impact other people's lives, and even in a small way, giving them a new recipe, or like maybe they've never had a menorah before because they didn't find one they liked, and then we have one shaped like an elephant, and they're like, I love elephants, so mm-hmm. here's, here's a menorah I feel comfortable using. Um, and we, I get emails from Modern Tribe customers and from what you want to eat readers every day saying how I impacted them in a small way, just made them feel you know, even that they can be Jewish in their own way. Like, I think sometimes people think if they don't keep kosher, if they don't go to synagogue, if they're, you know, if they're not really practicing every day, they're they're bad for some reason. And I'm yeah. like, no, you don't have to do anything. You can do it if you're still... We're all Jewish. You know, yeah, we're all Jewish in our own way, even if you just eat bagels sometimes on Sundays, that's <laughs> good enough for me. So I think people feel like it's a safe place, and um, if they converted, that's cool with me. If, you know, if, if they're just... You know, dating someone who's Jewish and they want to participate and make latkes, that's that's great. So, you know, however people want to participate and they don't even have to be Jewish at all as long as you love brisket and latkes. It's true. It's all really good. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, thank you. Uh, well. I'd love to I'd love to um, record this again, like sometime and, and has, as I learn more about yourself and what and and maybe after Hanukkah and <laughs> gathering more questions that I'd love to get from you and how to um, to grow myself. Uh, so thank you very much. Oh, yeah, my pleasure. You ask great questions. <laughs> you can keep up to date with Amy Kritzer at What You Want to Eat on Instagram. Or what you want to eat.com. That's what J E W W A N N A E A T dot com.